Hey, I'm Rachel. And I'm Tiffany. And we like to celebrate the many mom badges we as moms earn every day. So if you're hiding from your kids like we are, you're in the right spot. Welcome to Mom Badge Podcast. So we've all heard the saying, it's not lost until mom can't find it. And I find that true on this week's topic. That's right, we're talking about the lost items our kids can't see in front of them, as well as the surprises we find when we're not even really looking. So come with Rachel and I as we earn the I looked and that's how I found it badge. Yeah. I can't tell you like how many times a day I hear that, Mom, I can't find it. And they'll yeah. like children, it doesn't it doesn't matter the age. You know, they'll be like, I swear I put it in this spot. And you're like, well, okay, when you came home from school and you flung your backpack into oblivion and now you can't find your backpack and you didn't put it up on the hooks that I provided for you. I mean, you didn't. This has never happened to me. Never. (laughs) Um, And you flung that backpack right into oblivion. (laughs) And... Yeah, and now you can't find it. I'm just really confused about how you can't find it because, you know, it's not on the hook where I provided you a hook. It's convenient, actually. It's almost hard not to hang it up on the hook compared to (laughs) hanging it up on the hook. I actually asked the teenager, what do I find better than you? Yeah, what did she say? Uh, Her shoes, which is true. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Which is really funny to me because I'm not the last one who wore them. Mm -hmm. Like, why should I know where her shoes are all the time? But I do. Yeah. And then I know from personal experience, anything that's in our fridge or anything in our pantry. Yeah. Uh Charging cords, you know, things like that. Sometimes it's really frustrating. I feel like this is like the most annoying practice of patience a mom has yeah because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it is rather annoying like sitting here i'm feeling annoyed you know <laughs> because it's like well that's what i that's how i feel about it is it's like just want to take a match to everything and light it on fire burn it. sometimes <laughs> burn it down just take it and burn it all down when you're done with it Okay, so funny story. I actually couldn't find something the other day. It was truly lost. It was truly lost. Yeah. And we have a toddler, you know, she's one and a half almost. Yeah. And she's really into a lot of things and she likes holding things, especially stuff that's like her size and stuff. Yeah. yeah, And it was like a small portable Bluetooth speaker that I really needed and I couldn't (sighs) find it. And of course, I needed it for like some Zoom something that we were doing for you know, zoom. Yeah. yeah. And the, the, I found it in my baby's toy box. So (laughs) like legitimately, if it's something like that, where it's like, yeah, baby took it, can't find it. We have no idea. Yeah. Well, that's different. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, Yeah. But yeah, when it's like truly I threw my shoe and for some reason, it's in the attic and the other one's like over in sister's room. That's like I, the worst when it's, it's shoes. It's the worst. When they're yeah, separated like two. that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
And there's uh, not like a shoe drawer, you know, at least like with pencils yeah. and erasers, there's a pencil and eraser drawer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. This is like giving me like a tension headache. <laughs> well, okay. Here's my problem with this whole subject as a mm. parent, as a mom. When I lose something as a human being, yeah. I usually don't even ask if somebody has seen it unless I've given it a good like 45 minute strategic look. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's frustrating is, is they, our kids, they walk into a room when they're supposed to find something and just turn around and expect us to just give it to them. And that's what irritates me about this whole subject. <laughs> Is they just don't even like spend the time to actually look. And we can talk about this more during the rabbit hole because I actually found something that talks about why kids oh, yeah. can't find things. Um, Ooh, I'm excited. So, to dun, dun, dun. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually really cute. My daughter has a best friend and yeah. she's like, I swear when I ask my mom to find things, she sticks her hand in like some sort of portal and um, pulls out things yeah. from there. <laughs> Kids say the cutest. That's adorable. She's okay. Ad okay. She's just that super fun friend that like thinks of stuff like that. Like she loves cats I love that. and she's just really fun. Okay. She's a fun I love that. Friend. She's a good friend. <laughs> she's a good friend. She, she brought really she good. brought down the tension just with that one little comment. And I like yeah, that. She really did. <laughs> yeah, she did. So I mean, even like because these are our superpowers. Like truly, yes. I think if we like step back and be like, me being me knowing where every little scrap of paper and thing is in my house that's a superpower really it's nobody true. else has that in the world besides you yeah yeah i guess it should um, empower us yeah it should be empowering it should be empowering we are, that we are stewards of our home and we know exactly where, where is. everything is yeah it doesn't matter how long the scissors have been in the scissor drawer somebody's still gonna ask you where the scissors are at and you should just look at them and be like you know what you just you have no ability to find things and that's okay you, <laughs> you <know>? poor sweet child <laughs> you poor thing you must be blind <laughs> yeah finding things it's our superpower so let's just let's wear that badge yeah. i can find everything badge we could probably even find world peace right now like let's be honest <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> we're moms we could do anything yeah Mm -hmm. We can do anything. So I thought it'd be really fun to share the funniest thing that got lost in your house in the weirdest spot. This is a personal story that happened to me, and it involves Rachel's number three. Oh, yeah, I bet it does. Yeah. 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 He's fun. He is the cutest really ever. Is. He's the best. Um, you can't tell him that though, because he'll just look at you and say, I'm not cute. I'm tough. And it's adorable. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I even like, I've never told him that before. And he like came up with that on his own. So yeah, anyway, that, it's my favorite that thing yeah. he's ever said. And when he gets married, I'm going to be wearing it on a t-shirt anyway. <laughs> so I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but there was a summer where Rachel and her kids came and lived with us and nice. it was like the best summer ever. Mm -hmm. You know, like some people yeah, are time. like, I could never live with my sister-in-law. I could totally like, let's move today. Let's yeah, move. it'd be fine. It'd let's, be okay. buy, let's build a commune. We'll mm -hmm. share goats. It will be great. 
And chickens. We and need, chickens. There need to be chickens. There need to be chickens. Yeah. And maybe a cow named Betsy because that just sounds amazing for some reason. I don't know. A horse? Bessie? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you yeah, have yeah. a cow, you have to have – her name has to be Betsy. Or Spot. No, that's – I had a dog named Spot. So my favorite people were living with us for the summer. And we had this front door where the door handle would fall off. I'm not really sure why. It just happened from time to time. No matter how much we tightened it either. Yeah. It just came yeah. off. It just yeah. came off. It was just, I don't know. The, but one time it came off and we didn't know it came off. So we spent like hours looking in the rose bushes next to my house. And I had yeah. wild overrun rose bush. Uh, it was a big bush. It was a yeah. really big bush. We spent mm-hmm. hours. We looked all over the place for that thing. Yeah, yeah. we did. We did. Mm-hmm. And we just couldn't find it. We couldn't find it anywhere. And mm-hmm. we just resolved that it was just, it got put in that, yeah, yes. it got zapped into that portal of lost things and we just couldn't find it. Well, fast forward. I always forward. picture it as like the room of requirement in Harry Potter. <sighs> That's not what I pictured. <laughs> what I pictured. I just pictured like you would like open like this and this thing of space would be spinning and you'd put like – or Mary Poppins' purse almost. I don't know. Like just a floating universe with lost things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I just picture you stick your hand into the room of a requirement, pull out the thing that you need. Yeah. I mean truly like if there was a mom in the seventh Harry Potter, she would have found all those horcruxes right there in the end. <laughs> like let's be honest. <laughs> Right there in the beginning, she would have been like, this is exactly where Tom Riddle put him. I know that kid. (laughs) It's so true. That's how sad it is, is that we just know. But flash forward to like, I don't know, you were gone like two months. Was it that long? Yeah. It probably was. was. I feel like it wasn't. Yeah. It was probably like two months after we moved to our place that we needed to go to. And we have this really small bathroom, but we kept all of our bulk toilet paper in there. And we got down to the very last roll because there's only three of us. It it takes a long time to get through toilet paper for us sometimes. And on the very last roll, I lift it up to put it onto the toilet paper hanger and out falls the door handle. Yeah. It's a good one. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure we all know who did it. Actually, I know for a fact I know who did it. It was Rachel's number three because that whole like summer, I would find the oddest things in the weirdest places, like my hoses for my vacuum. Oh yeah. He loved those things. He still does. I still can't find, like we've moved twice. Okay. (laughs) Still can't find the hoses to my vacuums. So they're gone. They're They're gone. They're in some sort of like alternate universe. They're in that portal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the thing is, is by the time I found it, it was just too adorable. And yeah, it just yeah, brought exactly. back like all those like memories of the summer. And I was like, oh, I miss them. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was like four. Yeah, yeah, he was like barely potty trained. He w- Yeah, he was yeah. three turning four. Yeah, he had his fourth so birthday. Yeah. yeah, he was like little. And you know, I... I you can't get mad at kids who just don't understand that kind of thing. You really can't. So I know he was so cute. He was and he was adorable. Oh my gosh. So Rachel, where's the weirdest thing you found? Something you weren't looking for? 
Well, recently it was definitely the Bluetooth in the toy box. That in was the toy the box, yeah. speaker. Yeah, in the toy box. That was the weirdest place. Yeah. I I really do feel like if I don't get asked where something is in a day, do I even have a purpose as a mother? Let's <laughs> oh, stop it. You course. <laughs> don't worry, they're like, losing those things on that day. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like when I'm gone, do how do how do they find things? You know, because like I even find like I truly love my husband. He can't find stuff either. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if it's just my husband thing or if it's like all husbands. Uh, he can't find things. And like, I, I apparently I'm the only one that knows to like look under stuff, you know, like. Yeah, lifting things up, that room, helps. Like, I'm like, wow, there's a giant blanket on the floor. Maybe we will find Narnia under there. And what when I lift it up, Let me and tell I you. find a fawn and I find all sorts of things. <laughs> if I found Narnia under a blanket, I'm not coming home. No, no, I'm, I'm definitely going to that magical world. Yeah. <laughs> you might not see me. Sorry. <laughs> I've escaped to Narnia. Oh, she's gone. I'm gone. <laughs> I honestly like finding stuff all the time. It's just like, I, I love it when I'm telling my kids when they're like, hey, where's this thing? And it's like, and I have to be very specific <laughs> on the counter to the yes. left of the sink below the light switch yes but, and even then to. they're like what i can't <laughs> yeah yeah no that's how i am with 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 the teenager when she asked me like where are the snacks and i have to be third drawer in the pantry on the side closest to the couch yeah, yeah. i have to be very specific yeah i do too and even that only works 50 50. Yeah, it's about a 50-50 chance because I feel like yeah. we, like, part of our superpower is that the thing comes into being with us being right next to it. <laughs> truly, truly. So when I was yeah. doing, when I was looking this up, I found this super, super funny story online about a mom and she called it her superpower of finding things. And this is like, huh? And we'll link up the story, of course in the show notes but she was talking about how her daughter who has type 1 diabetes could not find this $600 piece of equipment to manage her type 1 diabetes oh my gosh and she was away <laughs> at college no okay. no no yes. don't say that my daughter's yes. almost there away at college and so she was the mom was like okay did you look here? Yes, mom. I looked everywhere. So then she was like, okay, well, why don't you use this less expensive, but not as convenient piece of equipment to check your blood sugar? I can't find that either. I don't know where it's at. It's not where it's supposed to be. Okay. <laughs> Listen, this is like so beautiful. So beautiful. So she was like, okay, do not spend $600 and get another diabetes testing thing just go over to said pharmacy and pick up the less expensive still not cheap but less expensive like cheaper equipment okay oh. and then in next week i'm about to come and pick you up for spring break to come home so i will come and help you look over spring like when i come to pick you up for spring break so oh, girl goes and picks up her you know yeah. Less expensive, but not as expensive as $600 piece of equipment. And mom comes 
she finds both things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the first one, the super expensive one, was under her bed. Like it wasn't even in like it was like in between like the headboard and like floor. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of yeah. like sandwiched between the mattress. You know, which I can kind of understand. But if you've looked everywhere, that means you've looked everywhere here's the thing rachel is i don't think kids understand what the word everywhere means yeah like on every horizontal surface that's visible no i I I kind of think that that's what it means to my kids sometimes i think it just means walking in every room oh yeah they they live in a dorm there's literally (laughs) one place anyway so then okay this gets even better. She oh, finds gosh. the second thing that she had her daughter buy another one of. Guess where? In her emergency diabetic bag kit that the mom had carefully packed. And she was like, what? I looked in there. And she was like, no, you didn't. You're right lying. Here. Right. Right here. I opened it. It's right here. There's no way you looked for it. I would be like so ticked if I was this girl's mom. Because I bet it was like super hard to like let her type 1 diabetic daughter go to college. Yeah. So this should make moms feel good inside because my friend's reading a book. And one of the quotes in the book is, when your kids stop needing you is when you start needing your kids. Oh. So, (laughs) no, no, no. And in, in a way like you get older and you're depending, you need to depend on them more. So like, so when they need, when they don't need your powers for good, that means you're going to need their powers for good. Yeah. You know, and I think when we let them go, when we let them fly away from the nest, which Mm -hmm. I am, you know, I'm excited for her to have those experiences. I think that's when they start developing their superpower as women. Because she won't have confidence in her abilities to live on her own until she actually Mm -hmm. lives on her own. It's true. So Yeah. Ah, Well, are you ready to start digging that rabbit hole? Should we go down our rabbit hole? Let's go down it. So I have two. And the first one I'm going to share because it's going to be the not as funny one. Okay. So I've got. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the first one is actually from the BBC. And it's why children can't see what's right in front of them. Okay. And it is actually a developmentally, a developmental thing. And it has a word. It's called inattentional blindness. Interesting. And all of us have it. And there's actually, it's super fun. I don't, I don't know if you've ever done this before, Tiff, but I have where you take like an inattentional blindness test and they actually have a link to it. Um, And it's a video you can watch. And you'll be watching things and there'll be things happening that you have no idea what's going on because you're so in focus on one yeah. thing. Okay, you don't okay. notice the other stuff going on around you. So it's the difference. This blindness is the difference between looking and seeing what's actually there. So they're looking, but they're not seeing, if that makes sense. Yeah. And yeah. kids are so in the moment that I they think it's hard the for moment. them to like yeah. see past that things, you know? Um, so they have, because of this, it's a lack of awareness, especially outside the immediate focus of attention. So like if your kid's looking at a cell phone, they're never going to know. Like, even if you're trying to talk to them, they'll be like, I'm sorry, what, you know? And it's just like part of their development. And this was super interesting. 
That is interesting. It is the capacity of awareness outside the focus of attention. So like focusing more develops Mm. with age. So the younger the children are, the higher risk of inattentional blindness. So they talk about this with like kids, like not listening to their parents when they're focusing on like zipping their jacket or like noticing what's around them when they're focusing on like something going on, like if they're biting their nails or something like that. So they actually did a study. They had on screen a black square flashing and participants were asked if they noticed it or not. And while 90% of adults were able to spot the black square most of the time, children performed far worse, fewer than 10% of seven to 10 year olds spotted the square. And 11 to 14 year olds also showed lower awareness. So the awareness decrease as the difficulty of the task increased as well. Our adult brains will even do this too. I remember this in my like psychology class that like, mm-hmm. you know, our, we can't process everything because that would just be too much overload. Yeah, we so, would get um, headaches. We would get headaches. It would just be too much. Like we would notice if a light was flickering, but we wouldn't notice if we just know innately with the light and everything, like our, our mind fills in these things. Yeah. So it's, it's part of their way of like filling in that thing. It's their brain working towards that so that we're not overstimulated. And so like, I think that this can kind of apply to looking for things. I really don't think, I really don't think kids can see sometimes. Whenever I lose something and I'm kind of in a panic, like, When I'm in a rush to find something, I never find it. But when I take my time and really look Mm -hmm. is when Mm -hmm. I find it. And I feel like when kids are trying to find something, they're always in that rush. Yeah, because I need to find it now. They they have that panic. I need it. And so it's a lot harder to find things when you're in that moment. Mm -hmm. You need somebody outside of that moment to kind of calmly help you get to where you need to be. So I get that. That's so true. What a beautiful thought, Tiff. I love that. So you can go on here and you can take the selective attention test. I'm so going to do that. Super (laughs) interesting. Okay. I've taken this test before and I was like blown away. I was like, holy fetch. (laughs) You know, it's crazy. It's crazy how little your mind pays attention to things. And you're like, I'm just as good as Sherlock Holmes. No, you're not. not. Don't even. Mm -mm. Yeah, you're never Mm going to be that good. Anyway, so there's that one. (laughs) Now this next one, okay. This is from Pop Sugar, and it's the 11 weirdest things real moms had found in the bottom of their diaper bags. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So I was like, oh, we're going to find things. So, and we're going to find things. Okay, so these are like so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to hear them. A ranch packet that had busted open. That's a game changer. <laughs> That's from Kelly. <laughs> oh, Kelly. This, box, this next one's so gross. A bag of long forgotten snap peas that also turned into green slime. Sounds like my what things I forget in my fridge. <sighs> gross addition. <laughs> Just two days ago, I found a real tooth. Looks like a molar. Not for my kids. <laughs> Where'd that come from? Questions, follow up, follow up, please. <laughs> I'm still so confused. I pulled out my molar, mom. Yeah, just put it in my bag. They're probably. <laughs> or it's like, Johnny had this in his pocket, mom, and he gave it to me. Just put it in my bag. Just put it in the bag. I don't want to hold it. Just put it in the bag. <laughs> they probably 
What if her kids picked it up and thought it was a rock? Like, I just don't know. Okay. Half a sausage, which had turned purple and was covered in glitter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, like, trying to imagine the sausage, and it did not turn out okay in my head. This one, this one is, it just speaks to my soul. A cat collar had been looking for our kitties for a few weeks and bought a new one. (laughs) So they found the cat collar. That's what always happens to us is we're like, just go buy a new one. I'm done. Yeah. 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 This last one's pure perfection. Okay. Let's hear it. Two googly eyes stuck to a half-eaten chapstick. (laughs) (laughs) No. I gained satience in the bottom of that bag. Okay, that's it for me. Okay, Tiff, what have you got for us? So I found this really cute article, and it is what's in their pocket, and it's an adorable look at what children around the world carry as treasures. That's adorable. I got to say, like, there was a time when my daughter would pick up things, like random things as treasures, and put them in her pocket. She loved – once she discovered pockets, she loved her pockets. Yeah. They were her treasure chest. And so this one brought me a lot of joy. And also I kind of miss it because when she hit junior high, her pockets became her backpack, and that was annoying. So, yeah, yeah. So Those backpacks are so nasty too. Oh, man. So this is a small article, and I'm going to pretty much, I'm, I'm going to just kind of read it. Okay, so this is small children from six con- countries emptied their contents of the pocket and were asked about their haul. So it's from Argentina to the Ukraine. The results were as cute and as baffling as you might expect. So, and they are, the children are younger than age six, and there were six families chosen. The biggest similarity among the international kids was candy. Half of them said it was their favorite thing to keep in their pocket. And when asked if you could fit anything in your pocket, what would it be? Uh, This little William from the USA doubled down on his sweet tooth saying five pieces of candy. This is what they found in his pocket. Mm -hmm. A little Harry Potter Lego and a cauldron because, of course. Yeah, Harry Potter needs that cauldron. He needs the cauldron and a transformer in gummy bears. And I thought this was really cute. That's adorable. Yeah, it's it's so cute. And then they also contain Skittles with all the colors licked off. And he told his parents the colorless Skittles were candies for Harry Potter. Don't know why. Why does Harry Potter need colorless candies? He's magic. He can make him color again. I don't know. True. Yeah. He can whip up some potion. Yeah. So Nadia from the Ukraine chose slime as her number one thing she wished she could carry in her pocket. And the reason was because Don't mom... do it, Nadia. <laughs> don't do it. Well, the reason she wants to, Rachel, is because her mom forbids it. <laughs> Nadia's so... mom, whoever you are, wherever you're at, I feel you because... I guarantee you Nadia's put slime in her pocket before. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Nadia's Um, mom has figured out how that's not a great idea. So Nadia's five, and what she found in her pocket was a bunny doll. That's adorable. Chapstick, play money, coins, and lipstick. So I can just see this little girl wants to be like her mom. That's what I I get from her pocket. Yes. And it's so cute. 
And the continued, uh, the fun continued when parents were asked, what's the weirdest thing you found in your pocket? And this is from, I hope I'm saying this right, but it's Bilal, B-I-L-A-L. A five-year-old from India who answered with four words, my husband's credit card. (laughs) And so if you look in his pocket, he has some cars, which, you know, all the little boys in my life love carrying cars in their pocket too. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. 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 And then the coins and the tissue and then, of course, the credit card, which honestly, I already know what happened. It has a cool picture on the front. The kid mm-hmm. put it in his pocket. The mm-hmm. dad looked for 20 days for that credit yeah, card. Yeah, I bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the thing is, though, like, I find that kids just like cards, too. They do. Like, they do. Their size, they're little, you know, it's really mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Well, and I remember when my daughter was around Bilal's Bi- age, mm-hmm. uh, she, I would save the cards from the promotions for the credit cards, and she loved those. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Wyatt's parents in the UK admitted I was both incredibly confused and relieved when I found my missing house keys there once. <laughs> Not all the keys, just the keys attached to the BB 8 key ring oh. that he decided was his. Mm-hmm. I agree with him though. That that should be his now. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that should be his. Well, and that's the hard thing is you find these like really cute keychains or things that you like, and your kids are going to take it for themselves. Yeah. She says, at least one parent believes that surprises is no longer possible. Experience has taught me to never be surprised by what's in what Wyatt manages to stash in his pocket. And this is he's four and he's from the UK. And he, they found a car, a stick, a oh, marble, stick, big one. Yeah. yeah, a pebble, Lego, miniature T-Rex, Linus, and a tank. And then he explained why why each one was was um, important to him. Yeah, and he says it's a good stick. Okay, I yeah, like. I agree. Di- yeah, yeah, that's a good stick. I like dinosaurs. It's a Batman car. I like the stone, and he's Snoopy's friend. The marble oh. is to remind him of a wish he has to own a ball. Which after I read that, I was like, I'm gonna buy him a ball. I don't know who this kid is, but mm-hmm. I need to buy him a ball. Yeah. And then this is Bridget from the USA, and her items consist of treasure collection from when they were playing pirates. And Bridget's parents were also surprised to see the seashells that she had in her pocket were not broken. So oh, yeah, totally. Seashells, a green stone, a conker, and a car key. Oh, how cute. And then I bet this- they smelled so bad, too. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Especially if they picked them up just off the beach. Well, I mean, we've taken our kids to the beach together and Mm -hmm. they find shells and they do put them in their pockets. And they love every shell they find. Every shell. Yeah. Mind of a kid. You know, when they can see the world as perfectly and beautiful as, you know, one can imagine, Mm -hmm. it makes me wonder why we're not more innocent like that. Anyway, we really need more kids in our life. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. So pockets don't only reveal how imaginative or hungry a child has been on a particular date, but how they interact with friends. And this is from Dante, who's four from Argentina. And Dante is super social. 
he keeps gifts for his friends in his pockets or candy so he can share them. Oh my gosh, what a special kid. Yes. He's thinking about his friends. That's so sweet. Yeah, and he said a candy with a tattoo. He has a piece of plastic. He probably saw it on the ground and thought it was way cool. A scrunchie, a piece of another piece of plastic, and they're different colors, you guys. So I totally get why he needs both. Uh, Yeah. a picture card, a rubber toy, a pebble, coins, soft candy, and a seashell. And they said that it also included tissue, which is the only thing that a majority of parents are asking their children to carry, which I never thought of that. Why haven't I never asked my child to carry her own tissue? I don't know because I never have either. You know, that's why Yeah. we have sleeves or my sleeve, right? <laughs> and then... I love it when my kid comes up and wipes their nose on my pants, you know, just mom, I'm going to give you a hug and rub my nose on you. And then the one thing that kids want was slime, which is no surprise. But I just thought that was so cute. That is really Yeah, sweet. yeah. And I just, I do miss those days when my daughter used to put her treasures in her pockets. Her favorite thing, Rach, to put in her pockets were lizards, the rubber variety. She did. She loved those lizards. I forgot about those lizards. Have your kids kept any cute things in their pockets? Yeah, I tend to be like really bad about checking my kids' pockets for when I'm doing laundry. And it's always really great when you get a crayon or something in there, Yeah, you know, yeah. always, there always seems to be rocks. Like all of my kids have had a thing with rocks. That's like their favorite thing to keep in their pockets. All right, Tiff. So have we earned our, I can't find it mom so you need to badge or mom I swear I looked everywhere I can't find it badge or children can't find anything badge or or the I looked that's how I found <laughs> it badge I looked I looked and that's how I found it badge really this one has lots of names so and many mamas names we really want to hear from you how you felt about it and we want to know the funniest things you found and the craziest places you found things yeah and all right so i think we've earned it but i can't quite find the badge to give you guys so um Can you help us? Can can you? you help hey mom can you help me find this badge i can't find it I feel like this is a badge we earn daily. And moms, let us know how you earned this badge today because I want to know. And I want to know what you find in your kids' pockets. Yeah, I'm curious as well. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think we need to introduce a new hashtag here. Mm -hmm. I think it needs to be I earned my mom badge. We would love to hear from you. So hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or even send us an email. We want to know your stories, advice, and what we could do better. Also, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and tell your friends about us. You can also leave a review so other fantastic moms like you can find mom batch podcast too so moms as we leave you this week hold your cookie dough high and wear those mom badges proud as we salute you and all the hard work you do every day be sure to come back next week and find out what mom badge you earned see you next week bye see you next time on mom badge podcast